Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, so of course, we're dishing on Madison's food scene. What are you eating for Thanksgiving? Not sure? Don't want to cook? Got too many people to cook for? Well, good news, you do have some options in Madison. Our friend Lindsay Christians of the Cap Times joins us to share what's open around town for eat-in and takeout, and we dish a bit on our personal favorite Thanksgiving traditions. It's Thursday, November 16th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Lindsay! Hello! Hello! How are you, girl? I am doing great. I am really excited about Thanksgiving, as I am every year at this time. Me too. I can't believe it's right around the corner. Um, Also, thank goodness, because I need some comfort food. (laughs) Um, And we know Wisconsinites are no stranger to loving comfort food. We pretty much eat it all year. So many of you guys are probably going to make your own meal, but a number of folks will go out to eat. Lindsay, do you think it's too late to get a reservation? It is not too late to get a reservation. Uh, I would do it as soon as you think of it now. I mean, sooner is probably better than later. Although, I don't know. There are some places that I think are going to be able to accommodate quite a few people. Anywhere with a buffet, you know? Yes. And also, there's going to be options for getting some pre-prepared food from a, from restaurants as well, right? Yes, totally. I often think about like grocery stores as a place to get pre-prepared stuff. But for this uh, piece that we recently did in the Cap Times, Nicole Hazy uh, compiled this. But she found a lot of restaurants that are doing some really cool things for like, take it home. Like, have the restaurant do it up and then take it home like we all did during the pandemic. Yes, that's lovely. Well, I'm really excited to hear about them. It really only occurred to me in the past few years to take this option and go out on Thanksgiving. Is this like a growing trend of people getting interested in, in, in eating out? That's a really good question. I was trying to find out what percentage of people eat out on Thanksgiving. And I, I feel like it's somewhere in like the 10 to 15 percent range. So it's not everybody, but it's not nobody. You know, looking at the restaurants that do this over the years, it's not so much that it's growing, but restaurants will sometimes make it a thing like the Great Dane. It's a thing that they are always open on Thanksgiving. Right. Um, it's yes. a thing that like Wilson's is open. Right. So there there are things like that or a restaurant will do it for a while and then be like, woof, that's a lot of work. And they'll stop. Right. Because you're asking your staff to come in on a holiday. So that can be, especially if you're open, open and not just like serving something for take home. It's, it's a different, it's a different calculus. It's sort of like asking when you ask people to work on Black Friday. Right. Totally. It also just like, it warms my heart that there are places that dedicate like the Great Dane, you know, for folks that might not have a place to be that there is a place, there is a place for you. So um, you've got the list and some spots to consider. If, 
folks want the full Thanksgiving shebang, where might they go? If you want to go out and you want to go to a place where you can sit around other people and have a Thanksgiving meal, um, a good place always to start is anywhere that's in a hotel because hotels are sort of known for being open 365. I mean, the State House and the Edgewater are beautiful anyway, right? So yes, I just, totally. I really love that. But yeah, so the State House and Augie's Tavern um, are both going to be open for Thanksgiving. They do take reservations. Um, and it's usually like a flat fee. I think in that case, it is a flat fee where you pay one thing and, and it's just, they serve all of the traditional things. I get a lot of food magazines, you know, and every year on Thanksgiving, it's always a challenge because people tend not to want something really creative on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they want don't something, get crusty. Right? <laughs> don't mess up my mac and cheese. Not today. <laughs> they want something comforting, something that they, that they remember from growing up. They want something that's not, you know, it's not going to be unusual to them, I should say. Um, Delta Beer Lab does an event for, it's free. And you have to like register in advance for a ticket. I believe it's 100, 150 people. The first 150 people will get fed kind of thing. So they can have an estimate of how much food to make. But that's open to anybody. It's designed for people who maybe don't have somewhere else to go. Um, and where is that? Delta Beer Lab is sort of, I think of it as Southside Madison. Yeah. Yeah. The, and they're calling it an, an annual community Thanksgiving. So, yeah. so what you're saying, like it's community focused. Totally. It's the fifth year for it. Um, Wilson's on the east side does something kind of similar where anybody can come and just have a Thanksgiving meal and it's open to whoever. Um, and it's free. Yeah. There are free meals. So people so people who are yeah in need. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm picking up this really heartfelt tone from you, Lindsay, in this conversation, which I really appreciate because we can be honest in that um, the holidays can be a little tough, right? And uh, speaking for me, I'm kind of in a unique position for the holidays this year with some shakeups in my family and some losses. So I really feel connected to anyone who might be alone on the holidays this this time of year. Um, do you have any recommendations or thoughts of, of a spot that would be particularly good if you were going to go out and go out solo? I think the thing I always say with going out solo is that you, you want to go to a place that you go, you know, when possible, because it's the, the, pe the place that you go is the place that you go and they're going to know you. So it's going to depend on who you are. I will say when I, when we lived out West and we didn't have any family around, it was our first sort of Thanksgiving on our own, my husband and myself, and I didn't know anybody. And so I decided to just sort of cook a Thanksgiving meal, but I could only make one thing at a time. So I would bring one thing out at a time. And by the end of the day, we were both kind of drunk <laughs> because we started <laughs> drinking really early and the food was taking yeah. a really long time. But I don't know. I've, I've often found too that like, Thanksgiving can be a good time if people aren't able to travel to connect with friends. So I'm I, I'm doing Friendsgiving this year and we're getting together with just a bunch of couples who aren't going to families this year and are just going to get together, you know, as as a group of friends. And something nice about that, um, just to segue a little bit, is when you can pick some stuff up, you know, so that you're not responsible for cooking for all of your friends necessarily if you don't want to do that. Um, Pasture and Plenty has some really great options. Their stuff is beautiful. And as a side note, all the sides appear to be vegetarian and you can order just the sides. Mm. Which I thought was cool. You, 
And, and Pasture and Plenty, that's um, over on Old University, right? Yes. Yeah, it's over yes. on Old University. The sides, they've got like a kale salad with roasted squash. Um, they've got like a mixed squash root vegetable gratin that looked amazing. The sourdough stuffing with apple, kale, and sage. I mean, these things look amazing, right? Pumpkin pie. Ooh, that sounds so good. Brioche rolls. Yeah. So they do like some cranberries with brandy and orange. So... That, that, that was, sounds very Wisconsin. Right? <laughs> That's a Wisconsin one right there. <laughs> right? And I, I just, yeah. I love that. And I feel like too, you know, somewhere like La Toile and Heritage Tavern are both doing these beautiful high end, you know, take and, take and bake essentially, um, which would be lovely. It's great to celebrate with something a little bit more decadent. Um, but how- You want to like impress your friends. Yeah, to impress your family. friends. One thing I always- would do even if I'm cooking is I would get like the pies and the bread and I would get like pies in particular and I would go just back and forth from Batch Bakehouse and Madison Sourdough like year over year like dark chocolate pecan bourbon pie or like a beautiful like pumpkin pie but made with kabocha squash because it's a little sweeter like just something different every year usually apples and pears was that a little tip right there what kind of squash one more time kabocha kabocha Sounds like kombucha. It does. It does. It's delicious. Oh, my goodness. Um, And yeah, we have so many great bakeries in Madison. Uh, I definitely I bet it is a busy time for them for sure. Do we know what a place like L'Etoile or Heritage, some of these higher end restaurants, what they might be offering in their meal? Yeah, so they publish all that stuff in advance so that you know kind of what you're getting. Um, I've done a holiday feast from Heritage before. It was during the pandemic. I think I've talked about this before where I was just like, my Thanksgiving went so badly <laughs> in 2020. Like, what? It was real. I tried to do a duck because there were just two of oh. us. And I messed it up real bad. It was not good. I did. Okay. I am remembering this yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I did a bad job. Um, you have the right to make mistakes <laughs> and learn. <laughs> but the, the heritage meal, the Thanksgiving one they're doing this year, the thing that looks really incredible to me is they're doing a an Italian sausage stuffing with pecans and Door County cherries, which sounds amazing. Roasted rosemary fingerlings, like fingerling potatoes. Um, there's sweet potatoes everywhere. I love sweet potatoes. I feel like most of these places, again, are going to be doing something really classic. Latoile is doing a turkey roulade, which is like when they roll the meat around delicious things inside of it. It's like a roll up. Looks like an ice cream cake, but with turkey. Wow. (laughs) I'm trying to picture this. (laughs) I might have to look it up, but wow. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Thanksgiving is so personal for so many people and like the dishes and the sort of things that you're interested in. I'm, I mean, you're a food connoisseur and, you know, like venture even to make a duck, you know, you, you, you go big. Can you talk about like some of your favorite things to have this time of year? Yeah, for sure. So that original Thanksgiving in California, um, I was in my early twenties and I'm making a, you know, Thanksgiving meal one piece at a time. And I made Ina Garten's chocolate uh, mousse with Grand Marnier. Oof, girl. Which, which is like not a thing you would normally associate with Thanksgiving, but I knew that Patrick really liked it. And so I was like, I'm going to do this and I can make it ahead. And it was it was like the thing that came out really well. You know, the thing that was like, um, 
Amelia Bedelia. Like she messes everything up, but she gets the cake, you know? Uh, <laughs> like, the thing that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so that's become like a little tradition where we do a chocolate mousse at the end, which I don't think, yeah, it's not traditional, but he loved it so much. And, and we both loved having dark chocolate mousse. And it's so, yeah, that's, that's like one of the gorgeous. Things. Yeah. I feel like it's appropriate to add something that is just pure joy. What for you, like out of the dishes that are pretty standard fare, like what are your go-tos to be like, I got that in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be doing that. (laughs) I love stuffing. Like I'm obsessed with stuffing. It's like, I don't know why we only make it at Thanksgiving. We should make it all the time because it's amazing. But there's this one, it's sort of like a variation on stuffing, but it's actually technically a butternut squash cheddar cheese, like bread pudding. Ooh. But it's like a stuffing. It is not healthy. Let's just be clear. It has... It's healthy for the soul. A bunch of cheese. It has like, lots of butternut squash. It's got like heavy cream in it. It's got eggs. It's delicious. But it, it's like one of those things that I would make as a vegetarian main. Um, one year for Thanksgiving, we have, I had a vegetarian friend with us and I roasted a whole fish. And that was cool to yeah. do like a whole big fish. Like... That yeah. was really fun because, again, like she's pescatarian. I should qualify. I was going to say, yeah, she's pescatarian. Yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of following. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really cool to do and like finding things. I, I've never been big on like the green bean casserole and that kind of thing, but whenever it shows up, I'm like, oh, okay, I forgot I do like this. See, that's mine. Oh yeah, I love the green bean casserole. Yeah, with the crunchy yeah. top. With the crunchy top and the, I mean, the cream of mushroom, all of that. And the fresher now, like, you know, getting a little more advanced doing, you know, a fresh version of it. But I will be honest, I'm not, I kind of want to take back the advanced note because I like the old, you know, the very classic, like, cream of mushroom stuff too. So, um, yeah, I just like salt. I'm just a salty girl. (laughs) I love that though. (laughs) I'm a savory girl. I also like have some things that I really love. And mine is mac and cheese. And I found out when I was dating someone a million years ago who was from Tennessee, um, or just like different families are totally different. And like for a lot of people I know, it's like mac and cheese is standard. And I've also run into families that are like, that's not something we include. Yeah. Uh, so mac and cheese is also another one. And it's very good for Wisconsin. Just load it on thick. And if you'd like to invite me to your Thanksgiving, please have mac and cheese. And I will thank <laughs> you. <laughs> now, do you like it baked or do you like it like, yes. stove top? Oh, okay. for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baked deep, deep in cheese and Ooh. like crunchy, but like not burnt, ideally. Well, so do you have any like resources you recommend for folks who are kind of leaning towards wanting to cook cook at home? The many, many folks who will do that? Yes. So I have had a lot of fun in previous years, like trying to do every recipe from like the same site. So I did an entire Food 52 uh, Thanksgiving, all recipes from Food 52. I did all like food magazines one year where it was just like Bon Appetit and Food and Wine and like compiled things from there. Um, something I love listening to every year is Splendid Table, which is a podcast out of Minnesota um, and a radio show yes! on PBS. Yes. They do Turkey Confidential every year. And I listen to it every year on Thanksgiving. And they just answer <laughs> people's questions about the Thanksgiving meal. Like, ah, what should I do? I didn't realize I had to do this. Or how come my pie is not coming out or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they play that on, on WPR, yes. Turkey Confidential. Turkey so. Confidential is great. And it's really fun. Yeah. One year, somebody called in and was totally trolling Lynn Rosetto Casper. And he got through. And she didn't understand that he was making fun and I like I 
was going to like run to St. Paul and save her. Like I would throw a turkey at him. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse you, sir. It's like, do not. She's a national treasure. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, this year I'm doing the Judy Rogers Zuni Cafe style brine on a turkey. Um, Can you expound on that one? Yeah. So instead of putting your turkey in a, a liquid brine, like a water brine, you know, where, which is a pain in the butt to do because turkeys are big. Um, you do a dry brine, which is what I also do with chicken. And so you you pull it out a couple of days in advance. You, you know, thaw it out, whatever. Not out of the fridge, but in the fridge. Uh, don't die. Um, <laughs> keep it in the fridge. Um, but you put, I, I do a mix of uh, like kosher salt, rosemary, thyme, sometimes lemon zest. And you could do any spices you want so long as salt is part of it. And you basically just coat it in this the salt mixture for a couple of days before you cook it. And you and then for like the last day, at least, you leave it uncovered in your fridge so that the skin dries out and it helps you get a little bit more of a crispy skin. And it and it is really, really tender that way too. Like it's a beautiful way of doing it. But, but you have to sort of plan ahead to do that. Right. But it's easier than a wet brine and it's delicious. And the outcome is probably worth it. That oh, yeah. sounds very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like we've got a lot of options and thoughts for folks. I'll definitely be looking into a Friendsgiving myself. Any last thoughts or recommendations on how to have a good Thanksgiving? I think if something is causing you stress, like you're worried about the pie or whatever, just make it for no reason and on Thanksgiving, have it set up where you're picking one up. You know what I mean? Like, don't put the additional pressure on the day that it's going to be, that it's going to take anything away from the enjoyment of the day. Do it when there's not a clock ticking <laughs> or people that you really want to, or, or have a backup plan too. Like Pasture and Plenty, I have to say, is like one of those that's amazing for like just having frozen things. And then you can be like, yes, I'm totally going to make this Brussels spread situation. And if it doesn't turn out, it's right there. And if it does turn out, you've got extras. And who doesn't love leftovers? Everybody loves leftovers. And that is the bottom line with Lindsay Christian. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. That's Cap Times food editor, Lindsay Christians. Check out our show notes for a link to the Cap Time story with all of the restaurants we mentioned. And here's what else Madison's talking about. On the topic of eating out, Madison's longtime Italian staple, Tutto Pasta, on State Street is leaving its building. You know the classic corner restaurant with the big green awning at the corner of West Johnson and State? Now, after 27 years in that location, Tudo is merging with its sister restaurant, A Touch of Sass, up on the Capitol Square. So, if you want to experience Tudo Pasta in its current rendition, you have until November 27th. The new combined restaurant opens December 1st. And the Dane County Holiday Farmers Market opens this Saturday. That's at the Monona Terrace. They'll be there this Saturday, the 18th, but then they're taking Thanksgiving weekend off, just so you know. And then they'll be back up and running for the first three Saturdays in December. And hey, we've got some news. Have you ever wanted to work on a podcast? Say, this podcast? 
We're hiring a producer. If you love Madison and have story ideas about news and life in our Hamlet, and you've got audio chops, we really should talk. See our show notes for a link to the job. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with, and lovingly, someone you'd guess will likely ruin their Thanksgiving Day dish. We're always here to help. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then. <laughs>